celebrate love and relationships. <clears throat> I, have, I have two more. Sweetheart, would you please send those blooming flowers which are representative of God's promises blooming in their lives concerning relationship. They're back at the boards at work and they don't think anybody thinks about them. But today I want you to know, happy Valentine's Day. Come on, lift those hands to the Lord in worship to him in anticipation of receiving exactly what is needed so that in following what is spoken, in following what God directs you, that you unlock, you just unleash all that God has planned for this season for you. I want you to know this is that time. The heavens are open to the heart cry of God's people to the obedience of God's people. And Father, I thank you today. This first fruit season is open and we honor you because above all things, we want your name to be great among us. We want your name to be great through our lives, through our connections. In this church, may your name be mighty. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the obedience of your people on this day that we celebrate love. In Jesus' name, clap your hands and give him praise. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. Sweetheart, um, you said something in the offering. You were, you were explaining the difference between an appeal and an opportunity and you didn't know exactly what I wanted to say today but I really want to talk to you about an opportunity and what, what is so important about it is because everything listen to me there are there are needs and there are wants there are needs and there are dreams most people live out of their their wants they don't live out of their out of their dreams Everything you need, God has promised. My God shall supply, come on, all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Everything you need usually comes to you, but everything you want, you have to go after. Everything you need will come to you, but everything you want, you have to go after. And that's what an opportunity is. An opportunity is when an open door comes for you to go after what would not normally just come to you. For many people, they're very angry and they're at God and they, um, they have an attitude against God. They see God blessing other people who are not even saved. And they look at their own lives and they say, well, Lord, what, what, where's mine? And many times it's because they just don't understand how God works. That's why I'm going to open up for you in these next couple, three weeks. This, I call it the way, this pattern, this way of the Lord. I didn't know it existed before 10, 15 years ago. It was only almost 15 years ago that the Lord showed this to me, not because I was looking for it. He sent someone to me to help me with this because I wanted to go forward 
but I was doing all I knew to do. I was, Carol and I have been faithful and tithing. and God has done exactly what he said. C- Carol and I have consistently, from the time we started walking with the Lord, practiced the principle of 10% automatically, the first of that, it, it belongs to God. So in our bills, in our, um, you know, in, in calculating our, the things that we needed to do, bills we needed to pay, things we needed to buy, the first thing, the first thing, the first thing, and thank God for those who taught me and she and I in the Lord. The first thing God showed us was to, to tithe if we wanted our needs met. And when God first showed me this, and by the way, I'm going I'm to go to the scripture just a, little, just a little bit. When the Lord first showed this to me, I was, she and I, at, we just entered the military. And for reason of paperwork and administration, my paperwork somehow got kicked to the curb. And so I wasn't receiving a paycheck. Actually, it was a paycheck, but it was, uh, how much was that paycheck, baby? Uh, $97? $8. $8. $8 for my paycheck for the month. Are y'all breathing all right? Something have happened, something got to be did, you know. And, and the Lord began to teach she and I about tithing. I said, Lord, you want 10% of this $8? And my mind thought, what you gonna do with 80 cents? I should have been asking him another way. What are you gonna do with this 80 cents? I should have been asking that way. I learned to do that because when we started giving that tithe and we had $7.20 left, do you know that God fed us for 30 days on $7.20? God is my witness. So how would God do that? Well, I have these neighbors downstairs say, hey, y'all want to come eat with us? We say, let us check our schedule. And we were right there. We were right there, right? I'm telling you, God set a table before us in the presence of our enemy of lack. And we ate, and everything we needed, we had. And then the the Lord straightened the paperwork out. He he straightened the paperwork out, and we were able to go on and to go on. And when he straightened the paperwork out and our check began to come, I had a little thing, you know, because, you know, it was not so bad giving eight. 80 cents out of eight dollars but what you're gonna do with eight dollars right you know but when two or three or four five six hundred dollars came you know that was like mm, mm, that's like 50 50 60 70 dollars right so i had to work through that isn't it amazing the more you get blessed your flesh start thinking how much you lost instead of how much you gained it's crazy isn't it I'm telling you this today because I want to set you up in this opportunity for God to show himself strong on your behalf, on behalf of this house. So we started doing that, and, we, we, and then we learned that, you know, the tithe would keep us afloat, but that the offering above that tithe would determine how we were living. I did, man, I never knew that stuff. And so we offered and we, we gave and we tithed. We offered and we tithed consistently and have for these, by the way, celebrating 50 years of marriage. Amen. Wow. And I, I want to promise you, 
We have not lived cheap. Somebody ought to, somebody ought to praise him. No, we have not. And when we realize that it was really the will of God, not only to live well, but to be an example, not just for us, so the people who were following could also follow suit. We all often talk about, uh, for years, our parking lot was a broke-down garage because people would come to church in their vehicles, but they wouldn't start, so they had to leave them there overnight and for the rest of the week. And after church, it wasn't that with so many people there, it was just that so many folk had bad cars, <laughs> had to get home with somebody else. And we watched, after we kept teaching these principles, we watched God turn everything around, and those folks who were just struggling, just trying to make, everything began changing in their lives. It's amazing. And then um, an amazing thing happened to Carolyn and I. A, a brother came and started teaching us, and he was recommended by a dear friend of mine. And that brother, Bob Seymour, by the way, is now home with the Lord now. And, 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 and oh, I'm sorry that you didn't know. I probably should have announced it to you. Yeah, Bob, Bob you know, Bob's like, out of here. You know? <laughs> you know, Bob knew what was better, and he, he's with the Lord now. But he, he spent, uh, we, we figured it was seven years in a row he came to Metro and I allowed him to teach on tithe. And at the end of the seventh year, the Lord started talking to me. Say it again, baby. On first, on first fruits, yeah. Did I say tithe? Yeah, he taught us about first fruits and also helped understand how the, the tithe in relationship to the, and by the way, what I'm doing this morning is giving you an, a, a lesson in kingdom economics. Okay? Very simple. And if, if you understand it, by the way, you can't receive the things of the kingdom if you are haughty, proud, and full of fear. Because what I'm, I'm going to show you today has nothing to do about coercion, manipulation at all. But I want you to understand that when Bob came and taught us about first fruits, it changed everything in our life. Everything went to a whole nother level. I'm going to show you about that this morning, this opportunity of, of, of uh, first fruits because it really is exactly what it said. It is, without a doubt, a serious opportunity. Will you say amen? amen. Now, in order, to, in order to do this, I've got to uh, mind myself because there's so much I want, I don't want to say too much. So I'm going to ask, my wife says, don't give yourself a time limit, just preach. But I need to do that because you don't want to be here for three hours, amen. So would you give me a 30-minute, right, starting right now. Say it again. Okay, in 15 minutes the music's going to start. So when the music starts, I got 15 minutes, all right. Are you all with me? But I want you to get on the clock with me because I want you to get whatever piece of this makes the puzzle clear for you in your mind. And, and, and I'm, 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 going, I'm, going, I'm going to give you the stuff. I came to bring you the sugar honey iced tea. I came to bring you that. I came to bring you that. Okay. And so when you, okay, let me give you the first part because it really, really is awesome. Several weeks ago, the Lord began to show me something in Malachi, which I've been sharing with you. 
And I want you to turn there to Malachi chapter 1, verse 11. In Malachi chapter 1, verse 11, Malachi is the last chapter of the last book. Well, not the last chapter, but the last book of the Old Testament. And it's an, it's an amazing, an amazing proclamation. I didn't realize how much God wanted to chart our financial prosperity and our physical well-being and our family healing. I didn't realize how much it was here. I just didn't see it that way. But I see it and I want to give it to you. In, in the 11th verse of Malachi chapter 1, God gives the theme, and he says this seven, eight times in the whole book, but he gives the theme of what he's saying. He said, for, he said from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, that's what the, the Psalms say, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord... Lord, have mercy. The name of the Lord will be great. Here's the way he says it in Malachi. My name will be great among the Gentiles. Now, that's really heavy. That's heavy. Because what God is saying to his people is that, and I'm giving you a, 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 a panoramic view, if I can't make my name great among you, I will find somebody to make my name great. Thank you, ma'am. Either way you want it. Through you or through them. He prefers birth, both. But no, either way you want it. My name, this is God talking to his people. My name will be great. Look there, please. He gives a little more of this come back there it is and then he says among the Gentiles or among the nations or among the unbelievers and in it and and in every place worship in every place worship is going to be offered in my name check this out in every place worship is going to that's what happened just did you did you sense it today when he got to it was already the presence of God was manifesting but by the time he gets to great are you Lord isn't it interesting what did all you have that are tuned into the spirit of God, you could sense something's going on here. That, that, that's God, that's God, the Holy Spirit, giving credence to the word that's coming out of your mouth that you're singing, saying, yes, it is true. It's like lining up with heaven. All the angels, the myriads and myriads, that's 10,000 times 10,000 times 10,000 times 10,000 times 10,000. The myriads of angels, they sing, great is your name. They can't help it because he is. <laughs> and, and, and he said to, he's, look, he said to the nations, he said to his people, talking to his people, my name is going to be great among the, the nations. In fact, in every place, worship is going to be offered in my name. And where, where the offering, please get it, where worship is offered and the offering is pure. Lord, have mercy. Where the offering is pure, my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. It's the theme of the book. 
So when God's talking to his people, he's talking to them from this vantage point of who he is and who he's made them to be. He's actually pointed out their very purpose. You are because I have chosen you to make my name great. You have to agree, though. You are not a robot. I, don't, I won't transgress the creation of your will. And you can't do what I'm asking you to do unless you understand something about me. When the people of God knew their God, knew what he was like, knew what he had done, and when, and when they, because of what he, by the way, he's always, write it down somewhere, God is always the first cause. You are not the first cause. God is always the first cause. Because that God had blessed them, because God had called them out, because God had freed them, because God had subdued all their enemies, because God poured out grace and mercy over them so that they began to increase on the left and the right, and, and their increase was so great that the nations are going, Who, what are you all doing? Earlier in the scripture, it says they will be jealous because of me, They'll be jealous because of what I've done in your life. And so that you'll get your theology straight. God has always, from the very beginning, wanted a people that he could manifest himself through so that the other nations could look and see and acknowledge who he was. And it's still the same today. For the manifestation of God's kingdom, his righteousness, his peace, his joy come down from heaven and, and, and being realized among us has always been and will always be his desire and his will. Not just his desire, his determination. And he will have a people that he can, this is how God's chosen to do it. I'm going to show the world who I am through my people. That's who the church is. Look at your neighbors. You're the church, you're my people. Amen. Come on, say you're my people. In fact, for much of, the, much of the church is suffering right now. It all came out with the Black Lives Matter movement. We found out where the church was. We found out that the church was more, the church was more interested in color than it was in character. The church recognized the relationship based on your skin. Are you serious? When blood was shed for the nations. What God calls family are those who are in relationship to each other through the blood of Jesus. When you were born again, you were first a child of God and secondly, whatever ethnos God chose you to come in here wrapped in. Why am I doing this? Because somebody need to hear this. Y'all need to be delivered. Because some of y'all don't understand. See, some of you can't get a blessing because you won't receive your white brothers who holding your blessing in their hand. Lord have mercy. So, some of y'all are so blackenized. I, mean, I said it. Oh, by the way, thank you for joining us online. Are you feeling what I'm saying about blackenized? I'm talking about folk who can't see nothing but color. If it ain't brown, if it ain't black, then you know they don't want. You know they talking about black don't crack. You a lie. I seen I seen some cracked up black people. How many of y'all seen some cracked up black people? Some of y'all so messed up. You know, black folks, you know, you know that boy can sing. You know, black folks, all black folks can't sing. My dear sister who's with the Lord. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. 
I'm talking to some of y'all sitting in the seat right here. You couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. You're not right because you're black. You're right because you belong to him. You're not right because you, you got a, a, a brown, a beautiful brown skin tone. You're right because you've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. You're not right by the outside covering of yourself. You're right by the condition of your heart. God, men look on the outside, but God looks. Where does he look? Where does he look? He looks in the heart. When God says my people, he's not talking about my black people. God is, God is not blind. He knows he sprinkled the cultures. He knows that. He also knows it's all pink on the inside. Old school, you understood just what I said. Did he say that? Sweetheart, did he say that? He did say that, but it's true anyway. Where are you going with this? I, I got to go. I got to go. Look, saints, when God speaks about his name being great through his people, he's talking about all of his people. God's family is not Jewish only. Oh, y'all don't hear me today. God is not prejudiced. He's not what? He, God is not American. <laughs> when Joshua said, Joshua approached the angel before he went into battle. He said, are you, are you for us? And the angel said, no. <laughs> Wait, he, Joshua said, are you for us? Are you for them? And the angel said, no. I ain't for none of y'all. Some of y'all better be for me. Because where I am, the victory is. And if you ain't for me, you don't win. And that's why a lot of folks today are not winning because they're not on God's side. The only way you can say God's on my, on my side, on my side. Y'all know that song? You know that song? You don't know God is on my side? Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that, white folks wrote that. That's what it was. I, I said, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's all right. I'm going to bring it and play it for you. You're going you're to love it. You're going to love it. You're not ready. You're going to love it. But the point is, God's only on your side if you are on his side. He's only for those who are for him. When the God talks to Israel, you know, Israel... Could, at that time, Israel was very, very, very prejudiced. You know, everybody else, if you want Jew, I ain't gonna mess with you. They were like, like, like African Americans. If you ain't black, stay back. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on that this, this today, LU. We, we listen to me if you don't shed that you'll never go to the heights that God wants you to go to if you don't get delivered from your color Lord have mercy if you don't get if you don't get them skeletons out your closet some people still looking for their ancestors have you lost your last mind 
Bishop, what are you talking about? You know, some people think that there's some kind of redemption in their bloodline. And by the way, if your bloodline has not been cleansed by the blood of Jesus, then that means you're on the enemy's side. Hello, you may not want what's in that bloodline. I'll tell you what's in that bloodline. Murder, lies, any, every kind, of, every kind of, 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 of confusion, every kind of delusion, every kind of perversion is in that bloodline. Because all men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's not one righteous, not one. You don't become what God wants you to become unless you become one of God's people. And the only way you can do that is to be born again. No wonder it says you have to be born again. And when you're born again, you are born a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new and everything is of God. You become part of his family through an internal transformation. Not an external bleaching. You become a part of what God is doing, not because you put some silicone in your lips or put some, somebody else's fat in your butt. That's not, how, that's not how you become a part of what God is doing. By the way, one day when you accept how beautiful you are and how much God has redeemed you, you won't have to do no fills. Don't be mean, Bishop. Don't be mean. Be kind. All right. So when God said, my name is going to be great among my people, look at your name and say, I'm his people. <laughs> yeah. And I know it should be saved for another time, but you're going to have to get your heart, you're going to have to fix your heart because God's going to join you to another culture that are also his people and you can be acting stupid and strange and rejecting the very blessing that God has for you. What? Yeah. This is the, the, this is the, re, this is, this is the recall, say the recall. Yeah, God is recalling his people back in, and recalling them and resetting them the way he wants them. Because you're going to have to change your, you want to change your, your, your thing about that. Because some of y'all still got a thing. You, you got it in the university. I know where you got it from. Some crazy professors. I know, I know where you got it from. You went over there in the university. Listen to some of those people that ain't got sense enough to, anyway. You listen to some of the people who are telling you, defining for you who you are. It's a problem because you can't run away from your sin. Whew, what am I doing? I don't know, but somebody needs this this morning. Bow your heads and pray. Maybe, that, maybe this will get off me. I don't know. You need to pray. So, Lord, I need you to forgive me for, for, for not thinking about myself the way you know me. Lord, I need you to heal me. Heal me from this outside veneer. Heal me in the midst of prejudice. Heal me in the midst of, of racism. Heal me so that I become yours and now it no longer, it no longer has a hold on me. Heal me so I can receive your favor. Your favor supersedes all color, all classes and all cultures. I'm trying to get favor on your life this morning. And once favor gets on your life, I don't care who the supervisor is. 
when God wants to promote you and move you, I promise you in the name of God, nobody can close a door that God opens and nobody can open a door that God has shut. Well, I just, you know, they, they overlooked me because I was black. No, they overlooked you because you were lazy. They overlooked you because you weren't qualified. Why aren't you qualified? Because you, you took them extra points on the test and you, you didn't really know the material, but you took the extra points they gave you and, and you, you missed the training you should have had. So when it came time to perform, you couldn't perform. They don't care what color you are. I want you to know when you perform, it makes them money. Don't you know the only thing they care about is money? And if you can make money for people, they'll keep you, hire you and keep you and promote you. They don't care what color you are. What is he doing this morning? Some of y'all are still caught up in systematic racism. You need God to deliver you. When God said, when God said, my name will be great. Notice he says, among the nations. Wherever an offering is offered, wherever it is, it is pure, Wherever incense, that's offering them to God. Wherever it's offered, pure. In other words, the motive of that thing is pleasing to me. There, my name. How do you make your name great? Well, what I do is I loose my promises. I call you to be the. I cause you to be the head and not the not the tail. I cause you to be first and not the last. I'll cause you to be promoted and not demoted. I'll cause you to be ahead of the whole thing, not just an employee. I'll cause you to be a business owner and not just a worker. I will cause you to have not a house, houses. I'll cause you to have not a land, lands. I will cause you to have not one, two or three or four, five bank accounts. That's what I'll do. You don't believe it? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28. God gives you a whole list of things I'm going to do for you if you will allow me to make my name great among you. I'm going to do it. He's going to do it. Some of you have been resisting. God's been trying. You've been resisting God. Why are you resisting God? Well, I don't want him to hide me and then find me because I'm black. Are you out of your mind? My God, you make your supervisor look so good, she can't afford to hire. She can't afford to fire you. When you're walking under this thing I'm about to release on you. So, so, there are several aspects to this thing called first fruits because it is a key. It is a, write it down. It's a pattern in scripture. Okay, that's really important. Wherever you see something happening one time, it's good. But if it happens two times, that's better. If it happens three or four times, you better listen. Because it happens over and over and over again in the scripture. So check it out. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10, it says this. Honor the Lord, honor the Lord, honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. So your barns, that, that we're talking to an agricultural people, your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Say amen. I'm gonna read, and the, the, the Passion Translation reads it this way. Glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your very best with every increase that comes
comes to you. That is so good. Honor him with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable, an uncontainable source of inner joy. What a, what a translation. So when you tithe, you have to calculate based on what you've made. You've got to have a paycheck in order to tithe. You have to have an amount in order to tithe. If somebody gives you, uh, for example, if somebody gives you an automobile, then and you fix a fix a value to that automobile, you can't tithe on that. You can tithe on the automobile, but not until you fix a value to it, because the word tithe means tenth, tenth, ten percent. So when you when you when you somebody gave you this car, it's like wow, wow! I need a car. Pray it, oh God! And he gave, they gave you a car, and you're just like, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah! I don't have to walk to the bus stop, hallelujah! I don't have to sit by the derelicts, oh, hallelujah! I don't have to be at night in the bus terminal, you know, in the MARTA station, moving Africans rapidly through transit. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, so you, and, and now you drive yourself. So if you are a tither, you should fix a value to that car. Under the Lord, but the first of all, your increase. Uh, fix a value, you know? And, and look, saints, you get rewarded according to the value you fix. You say, well, that car's, car's at, at least worth $1,000. Oh my God. So you you 10% belongs to God. So you give God how much you give him, saints. And and you don't you don't write that check out time. This pen don't work. You don't you don't you don't be sucking your teeth and talking about please. Excuse me. That's what God said in Malachi about his people and their offering. You make a noise with your mouth, you disdain this very act of giving me a tithe and an offering. I promise you, isn't it? See, you, you, you bring this say, thank you, Jesus. Why? You're tithing on what you already received. Hello, are you there? And, it, and it's a nice car. It runs, you know. It, 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 it might be about 25 years old, but it runs. Are you thankful? Oh, talk to me, saints. Are you thankful? I remember the first car I got, it was a little Studebaker. I was like, oh, listen, I had to get out the car. <laughs> I was dating, I was dating my wife. If you stop, if you stop, if you stop at the stop sign, you have to get out the car, run in, open the trunk, get the gas can out, close it back down, run around to the front, raise up the hood, pour some gas in the carburetor, slam it down, put the gas can back in, bam, close the trunk. You trying to, how can I get there without ever stopping again? But it was my first car. Excuse me, this is where believers get in trouble. They think because God supplies their needs that that's all it's going to be. 
and that you don't want anymore. Now look, I wanted something more. If you want something more, then you can practice the principle of first fruits, which means you, you give toward what you want. But what do you want? This is a problem right now. You don't know what you want. You stopped dreaming. You stopped. You, 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 you start thinking that God was just a God. He's the God that will meet my need. Mm -hmm. I may not come when you want him, but it's right on time. Can I get a witness up in here today? Hallelujah. Yeah, he is that. But he's also the God that is, he's the God of the over and above and beyond. I'm trying to get God's people to rethink it. God has put the, he's put the mechanism in your hand. And he said to his people in Malachi, he said, this is the problem with you guys. He says, you, 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 in fact, I think I want to go right there right now because I'm almost, I think I've done what I can do today uh, or at least much of it. The first fruit principle, I'll get to Malachi in just one second. The first fruit principle is not a legalistic demand. It's a pattern in the word of God. Are you there? First fruits is not something you have to do. It's something we get to do. You can choose not, hear me now, you can choose not to practice this principle and not be guilty before the Lord. Let that come on you. Because if you choose to practice this principle, you got to have a good, you got to have a good attitude. Because if you don't, you, you, you actually undermine, undercut the whole thing. Because when God said to his people, the reason why I'm picking this bone with you is because of what you're doing. You're going to bring me a blind, a lame, and a sick offering. and suck your teeth in the meantime. And then the Lord said, you wouldn't even give that to your governor. He said, but I am, this God talking about himself, I am a great God. And my name shall be magnified among the nations. You're going to come to me with that and I'm calling you my people? So when we talk about first fruits, we're talking about you projecting, looking for, what do you want? What do you want from the Lord? God said this to Israel. In fact, I think I can close it right here if I can do that. In fact, the Lord said, you know, Hezekiah was a great king and, 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 and those, those brothers were prophesying when, when Israel was hemmed up and, and taken into captivity, God wanted them to go back and rebuild Jerusalem. And the king allowed them, gave them provisions to do so. When they got back into the land, the prophets, Malachi, all them cats, they started prophesying to the people what God was saying to the people. And God started saying to the people, the first thing I want you to do, I want you to, I want you to rebuild the foundation of the place of worship because every place where my name is exalted, every place where worship is pure, he said, there I'm going to make my name great. So the first thing they did was not build their own houses. The first thing they did was build the foundation of the house of the Lord. And why? Because the first thing they started doing, Chris, they started bringing them offerings. They started bringing the tithe. 
They started bringing all the things that God pres prescribed for them. Are you, are you all, all right? You guys okay? In fact, e Ezekiel 44 says, the best of all the first fruits of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices. He says, I want you to give that. I want you to give it so, listen good, to cause a blessing to rest on your household. Next week, I'm going to talk to you about the caused blessing. Why some of you are here today because your parents, even though in their ignorance, they didn't know what to call it, they were doing first fruits. And some of you are here today because of it. Some of you wasn't your parents, it was your grandparents. Because God will keep his promise when he comes into covenant with those that worship him this way. He told David, he said, David, because you are in covenant with me, there will never cease to be a person from your lineage on the throne. Even though they are dastardly, even though they were ugly, even though they were sinful, I still will fulfill this promise to you. That's how powerful it is. I just can't get all into it. So the Lord said, there's a, there's a, there's a challenge. And the challenge is that when you, when you, Israel, when you come and you offer to me, he says, you, you got a bad attitude. You, 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 uh, you, he said, you sniff at my offering. He said, it, can I paraphrase it? Is that what you think of me? You can understand this if you were, um, if, if you're a wife, um, and, and uh, put this in context, if you're a wife, you appreciate the offering that is given but if somebody buys you Lord have mercy if somebody buys you hey, I, I think Toy, my, my, my daughter she'll she get this if somebody buys you uh, a $5,000 gold ring are y'all there? and say him do you understand? do you understand? Listen to me, listen to me. This is what I want you to, I want you to see it this, this first fruit season. Was he trying to keep my ring? <laughs> you know, it, it, isn't it horrible? You know, you're a wife, you got the money, you know, your card is good, your card is good. You got the money in the bank, baby. You got the money in the bank. And you're talking to your husband and say, you know, I know you've been wanting that car. Just go and get it. What are you saying? What are you saying? You have just declared your value, not by the amount, but by your attitude. You've just declared your value of the person you're trying to bless. This don't mean hello. This don't mean hello. And God said, this is the way my people, my people, this is the way you treat me. I'm trying, to make your, I'm trying to make my name great by blessing you so much they can't stand it. And this is how you come into me. I want you to see first fruits differently. We got to quit. I want you to rethink it. Write it down. If it don't move you, it won't move God. If it, uh, yeah, well, yeah. 
If you don't move, if it doesn't move you, it won't move God. This this is not a tenth. A tenth is on what has already been earned or what has already been received. A first fruit is on in anticipation of what will is on the harvest to come. So God says, I want you to, I want you to, I want you to exercise faith toward me. I want you to, this is the perfect day. I want you to express your love and anticipation toward me in the way and in what you offer. This was God's plan in the very beginning. On this day, we celebrate love, Valentine's Day. How are, what, is, what is our heart toward God? If you love him, he, he now gives you an opportunity to make his name great. But he's, he, set this, he has set this precedent in heaven towards you and on earth. I will bless you according to, according to the purity of, and the faith of your offering. I have everything you need, but I will bless you according to the purity and the faith of your offering to me. I'm talking about the first fruit offering because it's very specific. It's, we, we practice first fruits Number one, we practice it once a year. We give you time. We give us time. My wife and I have been talking about our first fruit. We started where we left off last year. We're we're sowing this morning significantly into that. We have till Easter to get it all together. Amen. Write it down. God will supply the seed for my sowing. Whatever you need to to fulfill that, God will supply it. Here's the issue. When God supply it, give it. Don't spend it on something else. You say, God, let me give you an example. God, I want to give you $10,000. I want this first fruit offering to be significant. I want to do that. Okay, so, well, I got, I got four. Because you give the $4,000, you don't have the six. Well, then the Lord works it out, and all of a sudden, that insurance thing, now you got another four. And you know, or, 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 or taxes come back, you got some more. Or you, you, find, you find that you had this, somebody had a policy out, and you were the beneficiary, you didn't even know it. And, oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Don't go get the car yet. Write it down. God wants the first and he wants the best. This is how God is going to prove to you, show to others through you how awesome he really is. I close with this. We didn't know what to do. We knew our, we knew our, we knew our, our, we knew our children were geni- geniuses. We knew that because they took after their mama. So, so, you know, when it was time for her to go to school, you know, you know, she didn't want to go to, she didn't want to go to a state college. She wanted to go to a, 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 a HBC, historically black colleges and universities. Yeah, she wanted to go. She wanted to go. So we, we just said, we just, you know, we just looked at her and said, sure. Then we went back home and said, oh, Jesus, that's okay, because we knew how expensive it was. We didn't have the money. Seriously. So we had to get on that payment plan. Y'all understand what a payment plan is? That means every time I think came around, I better have that $5,000. 
or she couldn't continue. Can I tell you? <laughs> so the Lord, he would talk to me. I want you to give this. Oh, Jesus. And I'd give, okay, okay, okay. I'd give it. My, my wife, she's one of the most giving people in the house. I promise you. In the state of Georgia, I promise you. In the southeast, I promise you. In the whole United States of America. My wife, it's amazing, boy. You know, I had to come up in my giving because hers was so good. You understand what I'm trying to say? And, and, and she would just, she would just give, just give, just give. She like, she, it's like liquor to her, you know? It's all about, you got to think I'm playing, I ain't playing. Hey, watch this, look around. If my wife has ever personally given you anything, raise your hand. Look around, look around, look around. That's the craziest thing in the world. Now, that's only a third, that's a third of the two, three thirds that's not here. She would just give, just give, just give. Man, I never get, we had to go to, we had to go to Germany, excuse me, to Italy to preach. And so I went to, Germany, to Italy to preach with Savannah, and, and we had a great, great conference. And after the conference, I, I told you about that little boy that came up to us with a little bag, paper bag, after service, napkin, excuse me like a little napkin like gave it and said and the, the pastor had to translate said bishop this young man is bringing to you tonight his life savings I said what oh proud oh Mr. Proud I can't take this man I can't take this I said, and the Lord said are you crazy you know we didn't say that but you know he's like He said, if you don't receive it, I can't do what I want to do for him. Have mercy, Jesus. I, I graciously, could you understand I'm holding this man's life, this little boy's life saved. Do you understand? And why did he give it? He gave it because of the word God had given me that night. It wasn't even about offering. When I counted it out and I got back home and the $5,000 was due Spellman, it was enough to pay that $5,000. Every time we needed it, God worked it out. But I want you to bow your heads and pray because I want you to talk to God. Some of you have already started giving. And sometimes, you, you, you know, we do, you start where you were or According, you look look around, you start assessing where it is, and you say, "Well, I, you give it you give it on based on what you have in your hand." There are times when the Lord, your dream is bigger than that. What you desire is bigger than that, and what God wants to do through you is greater than that. And so you you, you can't settle for just what's at your hand because He's the provider of the seed. I've seen it so many times when I've said, okay, Lord, I don't have it, but this is what I want to give. And how God would open the door, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. The Lord only said to me, when I provide it, you must give it. And every time he would do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, fulfill your word to us. Fulfill your word to me, Father, that this first fruit season will outshine all other first fruit seasons. Thank you, Father, for filling your word that 
This first fruit offering will break open the windows of heaven to do what you always promised, to pour out a blessing upon this house that there would not be room enough to receive. Even in the days when they had to build rooms, they had to build rooms to put the overflow of the offerings in. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that this time has come for Metro. This time has come for your hand to spread and your, your favor to overflow every person who hears and sees and obeys. I thank you, Heavenly Father. Your name is now being made great among your people. And I thank you for their obedience. I thank you, Lord, for their confidence that you would erase fear from their hearts. And that, Lord, by doing so, indeed, your name be great. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I don't want you to clap or anything. I want you just to bow your heads and I want you to talk to the Lord. And, and, and even while I was talking, you know, was showing me, even while I was talking, some of you, were, were get, you get that flash like, oh my Lord, I need to do this or I need to do that. I know I was in prayer this morning, early this morning, and I just got real quiet before the Lord. So, you, could, you know, Lord, you can just say what you want to say to me. I don't want to mess up what you're trying to say. And the Lord said, I want you to go in that drawer where you keep that cash. It's true. And I want you to, I want all that cash. I want that to be included. You know, you know, you know how God needs, he knows how to get you to go get what it is. You know, how many of you can bear witness to what I'm talking about? Look at your name and say, he knows where it is. Excuse me. Here's what came to me. It did me no good in the drawer except to think, oh, I got some money in the drawer. There's a reason it's called currency. If it ain't moving, it ain't growing. It's got to move in order for it to grow. Some of you, you have not moved the tithe out of your house. So you, you, you just struggle. God wants you to get past the struggle. I'm not playing with this. God does not play with this. It's the only time in Scripture he says, test me. I need everyone in this building to have everything in line financially for where God wants us to go and for what we, God wants us to do. No person in this house should be, be languishing in need. Not one. And if you are in need and somebody